It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment rights. Welcome to two full hours of Gun Owners Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz, will teach you about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your rights to keep and bear arms. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with questions to learn how to become a sponsor of Gun Owners Radio and get involved. Together, we will win. Now here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. This is Gun Owners San Diego. How are you folks doing today? This segment is brought to you by Cali Key. California's assault weapon law makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. It'll keep your entire AR collection intact and a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Now, if you have legal matters that involve anything gun-related, you need to call our lawyer, Dylan Law Group. John Dylan is a great attorney, and anything to do with red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, storage, any of the above, give him a call at 760-642-7150. That's 760-642-7150. Or you can go to Dylan Law Group, Law GP. That's DylanLawGP.com. That's DylanLawGP.com. Hey, let John Dylan do the gunning for you. Well, we got our good buddies, Michael Schwartz and Joe Dremisi in the house. How are you guys doing? Good. I just uh, did uh, just shot sporting clays uh, today. With, That's what uh, I heard. And got a little puppy love at the time during yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. there's a, a, a Brittany Spaniel named Gibbs that hangs out at yeah. Lemon Grove Rod and Gun. So. so anybody out there has a dog, Schwartz wants to rent the dog, you have to <laughs> deliver it. To Santee for what? A couple hours? An hour. Okay, it's hours all you need. Yeah. All right. So anybody that's interested, it's one eight hundred Michael Schwartz. There you go. Michael Shout Schwartz. out to Gibbs if you're listening, buddy. <laughs> He's got a new friend. <laughs> that is so funny. So and what you, you did by, by the way, you did uh, you, just to let everybody know, we're gonna actually have. We've been talking about Cali Key for uh, I don't know how many months, probably a couple years now, and we're actually gonna do a review of a Cali Key later in the show, so you guys will be able to see. And Joe uh-huh. is gonna. Demonstrate, yeah. Yes, I'll demonstrate there. I really am uh, covert today. Looks like I'm off camera, which is cool. That's the first time. (laughs) That's the first time I'd seen one of those. So that's this is going to be a good segment for sure. So other than that, so we have. So I wanted to let everybody know we're uh, just weeks away. Not even a month. We are weeks away from our Second Amendment celebration dinner which, of course, we call affectionately Gun Prom. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gun Prom is on. It's uh, A lot of people have been asking, well, gee, all the COVID uh, ridiculousness. Or, uh, <laughs> I yeah, you're right. right. That's a good word. That's a good <laughs> one. I should biting social commentary. Well, because you're not saying that it's not real. It's just that the way it's being handled. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. In all seriousness, the way that the county and the governor are handling it, uh, nobody it's, knows what's going on. No. It doesn't seem to be consistent or make any sense. No. Half of it doesn't seem to be based on science at all. No. But 
the most important point is it is not going to affect our dinner. Um, we are going. We've been working with the venue. We have a nice big indoor area, and and you can social distance in that joint. It's huge. Well, you can, but even if, of course, the the latest restrictions are going to be lifted by August first, and even if they are not, Town and Country has an enormous outdoor area that will accommodate. Oh. Yeah, they'll accommodate up to fifteen hundred people. We're going to have only 800 people. But we could use 15, so if anybody really wants to keep buying tickets, we don't care, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. But the, the, the important thing is our Second Amendment dinner is on. Buy your tickets. We have a backup plan just in case. 800 people. We've already so – we're, we're closing in on 700 tickets. Yeah. So they're going fast. So everybody uh, go to gunprom.com and buy today. And talk about some of the celebrities that show up at this event. I mean – Dave Stahl. Well, besides yeah. me. <laughs> but there's a lot of who's who here in town. I mean, you've got mayors, you've got congressmen, yeah. you've yeah. got politicians. Congressman, uh, uh, so Daryl Issa is going to be there. Um, Carl DeMaio is going to be there. Uh, uh, who's the guy from Coronado? Richard Bailey, Mayor he'll, Richard Bailey. He'll be there. Um, so uh, Council member Rob McNellis out in Santee, right. he'll be there. And uh, Scott Sherman, mm-hmm. um, Joe Leventhal, who's running for the uh, city council yeah. in uh, San Diego. In fact, just about everybody we've interviewed. And who's the gentleman? Oh, I can't remember. He was... Rocky Chavez. Well, there's there. Rocky, but there's other ones too. I, I can't think of the name of. But well, there's gonna be a ton. Of, it's gonna be a ton of movers and shakers. Yeah, a lot of gun gun shop owners. Yeah, and, gun shop owners. You, you you name the gun shop, they're probably gonna be there. Just about every gun shop in town. Well, because it's such a fun event. Uh, I mean, it's it's really gonna be good. And I think uh, Joe Jermisi's trying to push the cowboy theme. <laughs> he wants everybody to wear for Michael anyway a ten I, a ten gallon hat and a pair of chaps. I wanted a toga theme, but I got overruled. So I guess you know yeah. you would look perfect in a toga <laughs> theme. Put the little reef around the top oh, of your head. That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be it's, so awesome. You know, it's good to get the information out though because it's uh, because of the way that they're running this this idiotic, I'll say, this overreaction, this COVID stuff. Right. Uh, you know, it was looking bleak, I think, for any, for oh, I know. rules to be lifted or restrictions to be lifted. So it's good to know that the venue is on board, there's right. a backup, and we are going, and uh, well, it it's, it's going to happen. And it's good that the COVID information is now going to the health issues, not the CDC, because all of a sudden now all the numbers have been adjusted accordingly, which is kind of interesting just in itself. Uh, what, what are some of the prices? So say I just want to buy... One ticket. One ticket. So normally a ticket is one hundred and fifty dollars, but okay. we started a uh, we did a an early bird special, and we're keeping that early bird special in place throughout. Um, so a hundred and fifty dollar ticket only costs you ninety nine dollars. Wow, and that gets you uh, a dinner. Gets you dinner. Gets you in the door. Um, you, you know we're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna prizes and live auctions. Raffle tickets will all, be available. All kinds of fun stuff. Exactly right. right. So, and then if you want to get a table, so so you could bring all your friends, maybe you got some neighbors or coworkers that have never shot a gun before, and you want to kind of show them what kind of people are in this industry. They can purchase a whole table. You can purchase a whole table. Say you want to bring all your best clients, right? You know that sort of thing, or your employees as a re- as a reward. So we have a wine level table, and that's a table for eight, and it comes with dinner and a special prize for everybody, a special gift for everybody at your table. Normally it's twenty five hundred dollars, and the early bird special it's only sixteen hundred dollars. Wow, for a table of eight, and then the our biggest and best table is our champagne level table. Um, it comes with champagne. It comes with raffle tickets. It comes with uh, a gift for everybody. You get wow. to be front and center. Um, 
Uh, it's it actually comes with a five thousand dollar raffle ticket uh, package, um, and it is uh, it's actually uh, uh, normally a five thousand dollar table. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only three thousand dollars this year. Wow! And let's talk a little bit about the raffle prizes that'll be there. We're not talking baskets of of fufu and trips on the harbor bay i mean we're talking some serious giveaways yeah well we have so the most of the uh prizes are firearms and uh you right. know the, the gun shops bring the firearms you have to go through the background check and the 10-day wait period mm-hmm. but uh the, a lot of people walk away um as a as a winner of a firearm we have a lot of firearms our silent auction has a lot of really cool stuff sports and movie uh you know memorabilia our live auction items we have a uh, a hunting trip to south america we have a guided uh, bass fishing trip here in, in San Diego. So if you've always wanted to catch a big monster bass, mm-hmm. you just happen to live in the best place in the nation for right. largemouth bass, and we're going to get you a guide and put you on a bass. Um, boat. Trip to Mexico. Don't forget the boat part. We'll pro- just, we'll, we'll well, you just can't put them on a bass. I mean, <laughs> they'd look awful silly flopping around with us riding a bass. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw a boat in. That's not right. a problem. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, and, and like I said, so how do they get tickets? Go to gunprom.com, gunprom.com, and you can buy an individual ticket. You can buy a table. You can uh, see our frequently asked questions. It'll talk about uh, where and when the venue is. It'll, it has the menu, um, dress code, all the other good stuff. So it's, dress code? It, Cowboy dress code. hat? It's just boots, right? Cowboy hat and toga. Oh, there we go. The toga, toga, toga. Yeah, and this is a great way to introduce new uh, oh, new yeah. gun owners, too, to the community because, uh, you know, new people have that that – that preconceived uh, uh-huh. idea of what gun owners are like and right. it's nothing like that and at if all. you are a new gun owner it's a great time to come and intermingle with like like kind-minded people you can learn about all the different ranges around town you can learn about san Diego county gun owners all the benefits and a lot of the gun ranges that, that show up they also have packages within their facilities so it's really a win-win all the way around what well, is and this is date night uh this is not you know a lot of people you yeah, know no bring, one's working bring couples everybody has a lot of fun i think it was three or four years ago i got a call right after gun prom and uh, from this guy who said you know what i just heard a bunch of people went to your dinner and had the time of their life, yeah. and I want to be a part of your organization. Cool. And that guy joined right there uh, over the phone and wow. is now a board member on and uh, with San Diego County Gun Owners is sitting here with us in the studio. Oh, Joe is that Dramisi. the guy? Joe Dramisi? <laughs> so it, it really does have hey, an impact. But anyway, He hates it when he misses out on a party, <laughs> let me tell you. Go to gunprom.com, buy your tickets today. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and there's a whole lot more right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms legal protection. Mike, Joe, and I use them, and firearms legal protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency Hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Call Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com or call them at 469 310 9100. 469 310 9100. 
Well, I don't know if you've heard, but home mortgage interest rates have dropped like a rock. And if you're looking to buy a refi or if you're just considering a reverse mortgage, call the local mortgage guys that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage for nearly 25 years. Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call, 619-722-1303, or just go to primeres.com backslash alpine. All right, Mike. Hey, who have you got for our guest today? Very interesting guest. Uh, he uh, actually does a lot of things. We're going to talk to him about uh, a couple of things that he does. But uh, one of the reasons uh, that I find him so interesting is that he is one of the uh, board members for Riverside County Gun Owners up in, of course, Riverside. Uh, and that is Pastor Brian Hawkins. Pastor Brian, are you there, sir? Yes, sir. I'm here. Can you hear me? I, perfectly. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. How are you doing? Fantastic. Doing really well. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I really, truly find you one of the most fascinating people I know, and I love all the work that you do in your community. Um, But why don't we kick it right off? You you and I were talking. You were up. Tell everybody where you were yesterday. Uh, Yesterday, I was uh, the state capitol, Sacramento. And what was uh, was your business up there? Uh, So yesterday, I I was invited up by a group uh, called the uh, Freedom Angels. And uh, they basically um, had a protest rally on the steps of uh, the state capitol. Um, pretty much they're doing their uh, recall, Gavin Newsom, but it's also um, as far as opening up the, 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 the open up California, you know, against shutting down the churches, the schools and uh, the small businesses that's been affected since this coronavirus. And you're, so you're and you're let everybody know you're the pastor of. Yeah, I'm the pastor of Divine Appointment Worship Center uh, in the city of San Jacinto, Riverside County. Nice. And how how has everything been since uh, the shutdown in March? What's been going on? Uh, well, um, I'm a little little rebellious, which we'll probably get into my my <laughs> story. But um, yeah, I've, I have I haven't shut our church doors down. Um, I haven't closed our doors. Um, I, I believe that what I do is essential. And uh, it's kind of hard for somebody who don't read the Bible to describe what's essential to me. And so, um, so I just haven't closed since this whole thing started. Excellent. Absolutely. God bless you, man. That's, that's, you know, cause if you don't stand up, they'll walk all over you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, yesterday we had a really interesting um, event. <laughs> uh, I went and grabbed the, um, it was a gentleman there at I want to say he was in his maybe late eighties, um, him and his wife. And he had this, um, I don't know the name of the flag that represents the police department, uh, mm. but it's the black and the blue yeah. the blue line on it's it. It's like, it's like an American and, flag with a blue line, right? Right, exactly. And so he had this flag and it had to have been about 15 feet high. <laughs> and I mean, it was just, just t- and he was just sitting there in front of, uh, in front of the state Capitol. There's a, there's this um, like a memorial for for the troops, and I asked him, could I take his flag and take a picture with it on the state capitol steps? And there were about maybe uh, 15 or 20 uh, Sacramento PD on the steps, and I went up there and I got to waving that flag. And you're talking about a 15 foot uh, flag <laughs> for our police officers. And when I start waving it, it's like, and I had a suit on too, so it was 90 degrees, dress real. <laughs> You know, I'm dressed in a, in a suit. I didn't have my jacket on, but I had the vest. And, and I mean, I'm, you know, cufflings, and that's a whole other story. And I'm just waving this flag. 
and people just start running up to the steps. I, I took the somebody took the picture. Fantastic. Uh, but this flag was just waving, and it was just such a beautiful thing. And the officers came and took a picture with me standing there with the flag. <laughs> and I just thought that was it was just so powerful. It, it just was. So. That's awesome. So keeping the doors open and making sure that you can uh, uh, quite literally tend your tend to your flock during all this um what have you gotten any pushback have you gotten any support or talk a little bit about maybe some of the elected officials that have that have uh, contacted you either for or against or just some of the folks who around you have contacted How, how's it gone well as far as the city goes as far as the, the, our officials i haven't got any pushback um as a matter of fact uh, our mayor in the city andrew Kotyak, he's actually running for our state assembly uh, in the area, and he's been very supportive. As a matter of fact, when he, when the whole coronavirus thing started, he reached out to the pastors in the church to start praying and 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 really lifting up the community in the city. And um, last week in Marietta, I was at a freedom rally uh, with Senator Melissa Melendez, and she's been very very supportive uh, as well. And so I've been getting a lot of support. Um, um, our councilman Russ Utz came out to our church Friday and. We do a feed the community and free car wash, and he came out and washed cars. And so, I got a, I get a lot of support from a lot of city officials, and, then, uh, and even our our law enforcement as well. I was going to say the sheriff, uh, Chad Bianco, who's one of the best sheriffs in, in the nation. I, this, he just got some uh, national level uh, attention and well deserved. He's such a good guy, but he, you're getting support from him as well, aren't you? Absolutely. Um, and that was another beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, Tuesday, we they had a city hall, a city council meeting where they were, you know, this whole push to defund the police. And I got a call from uh, one of the captains of the police department that used to be in our community. And we were talking about some different things. I said, look, let me get off the phone because I'm going to try to do something. And I had about eight people here at my church that day. We were doing a video shoot uh, for an organization that I started for the youth. And I literally just made a, you know, six minute video saying support law enforcement, you know, send an email to city com, our city council before the meeting starts because they're going to be voting. And the next day, um, our chief, uh, Lieutenant Reichel, came over and just thanked me because they voted to not defund the police, but actually bring in more money to hire some other officers. So that made me feel real good that I was able to, you know, push that and get that going up in our city. So. So talk about I, you and I haven't had an opportunity to talk about the organization uh, that you started for the youth, but I have I have read about it and seen it, and I think it's amazing. Can you just uh, spend a couple minutes talking about that? Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't know if people can tell by voice tones or whatever, but I am African American. I am black, um, and I kind of I'm bothered by a lot of things that's going on with the protesting and everything, and so. There's so much I don't agree with the protest that has happened just because of the agenda that I see hidden. And I just think that it's just absence of real leadership and things that is going to help move this country forward. And so I sat down with actually two young men um, that was a part of uh, the Black Lives Matter protest in my area. And I sat down with these young men in their and one of the young men's father. Um, and, and I explained to them, hey, you know, where is this organization going? What is it really doing for, you know, the black community? And as I began to talk to them, I said, let's start something that's really going to resonate and bring something that's positive. You know, an organization that's built on hate, anger and fear is not destined to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started the organization called Lead My Generation, 
uh, which focus on leadership, empowerment, achievement, and development. Getting these young people one is not exclusive to just you know crying out Black Lives Matter. It's it's an organization that's designed to bring people of differences to come together to make a difference. So I have liberals, I have conservatives, I even have vegans um, in this group. <laughs> not not <laughs> vegans. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. <laughs> yes, sir. So. I mean, it's something I'm starting off the ground. I'm really trying to um, push it real big because I just think that um, it's kind of like when I tell somebody about trying to get someone off a drug. If you don't have something to get them off a drug, they'll just go back. So if I'm trying to get people to say, hey, this organization over here is just trying to create fear and stuff like, so what are you going to give me that's, you know, that's going to help, you know, satisfy that I don't have anything to do? I said, well, then try lead my generation. You know, it's really designed to give your generation a voice and to encourage the generations behind it. So, Well, I can't tell you how proud I am that you are a board member with Riverside County Gun Owners. And I want to uh, we're going to we're going to go to a break here in just about a minute. But I want you to um, uh, talk in the next segment. I want to talk about, um, you you know, your, your, your story, your personal story. Um, and then what brought you to Riverside County Gun Owners and why it's important to you. But before we do that, um, what, uh, how can people support the youth organization? Is there, or is there somewhere where they can read more about it? Is there, are there donations to be given? Or what, what, what can you talk tell how about? about a website? Yeah, so there is a website. And it's not, I mean, because, you know, I'm, trust me, I'm doing all this with, I'm a pastor of a church, and I'm a 24-7 pastor. So, yes, there is a website. It's not its best. I'm working on getting it better, but it's leadmygeneration.org. Um, you can go on Facebook and, you know, find Lead My Generation. We just did a dynamic video uh, to the, kind of describe it and everything, but you can go in there and click the donate button, um, and that works as well. Lead- pastor, pastor Brian, I got an idea for you. You go into yeah. your congregation. And you say, all right, somebody raise your hand knows how to do websites. (laughs) And you grab that person and you make them do that. (laughs) Because trust me, brother, I can't do a website for beans, but at least you got people. Well, that's another thing, too. And I'll (laughs) tell you about that. My my church actually has changed dynamically since the coronavirus uh, and the George Floyd and the Black Lives Mm. Matter movement. And um, if you ever follow me on Facebook, you pretty much have seen because I, I took a strong stance on the middle of what's right, you know, and and so it's 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 cost me in one area, but I'm blessed to know right. that I'm standing for what I believe in. All right. Before I interrupted Mike, that's leadmygeneration.org. Folks, go take a look at it. Help if it if it moves your heart. All right, Pastor Brian, don't go anywhere. We're gonna take a quick break. We come back. We're going to chat with you some more right here on Gun Owners Radio on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Issues of human suffering and societal injustice play nonstop on every outlet around us. Yet it seems like everywhere you turn, there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack. How do we regain order and a sense of normalcy? Find clear answers to the most important questions we face as a nation when you watch Morality in the 21st Century at SalemNow.com. This discussion with syndicated radio host Dennis Prager and distinguished theologian Dr. Wayne Grudem gives you a well-defined understanding about the enemies within our institutions and a vibrant roadmap to protect our God-given liberties. Morality in the 21st Century confronts the toughest social issues of today by digging deep into religious and political history and through untold personal stories from 
Dennis Prager and Dr. Grudem provides a clear direction for a visionary future. Visit SalemNow.com today to watch morality in the 21st century. Use code San Diego as one word for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. Adam Rizza here from Palomar Solar and Roofing. With the hotter months approaching quickly and staying home more, your electric bills are going to be higher than ever. During these uncertain times, solar is one of the best investments you can make for your home, business, or church, depending on the contractor you hire. Now more than ever, it's important to do your own research. Going solar is much more than just the panels and inverters you choose. This is a 25-year relationship you are entering. Unless you like dealing with health insurance companies, then I suggest staying away from the national companies where you are just a number. With over 600 companies to choose from, there are only three locally that I would recommend. Palomar Solar and Roofing is definitely one of them, and good luck finding the other two. Here's a hint. They do not offer gimmicks. If you're tired of all the gimmicks and made-up discounts and just want the truth about whether solar is a good investment for your home, business, or church, call the local name you can trust. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388. That's 760-504-0388 or palomarsolar.com. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and radio.com. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Well, hey, folks, thousands of pandemic panic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. AO Sword has hundreds of different new and used guns and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron. You'll find it all at A.O. Sword. They are also professional gunsmiths with a full machine shop. They can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. A.O. Sword Firearm is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison and El Cajon. And best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively support your rights. See for yourself with this legal and technical update on Facebook. Check out AOSword.com or just call them at 619-749-4867. All right, Michael, you want to bring our guest back on? Sure, absolutely. We are having a fantastic conversation with Pastor Brian Hawkins, who is, uh, among other things, a board member for Riverside County Gun Owners. Now, right before we broke, Pastor Brian, um, you said that that you've taken a really – hard stance on uh, some of the issues that are going on around COVID. And I've, I've seen that, by the way, on Facebook and some of the, some of the things that you've said. And you are absolutely um, uh, taking a hard line and not, not shy about your opinion. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. But you said that it, it had an impact on your uh, congregation. Would you, and I, I, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to let that go. I just wanted to, could you, could you explain that a little bit more? Absolutely. And, and I can say this. I mean, I mean, I'm an open book. Uh, and so nothing bothers me, any questions. And so um, so when we started the coronavirus, when we started, God, that's so sad. When the coronavirus um, first hit, uh, some of the people were wondering if, you know, we were going to be one of the churches that closed. And I said, you know, um, no, because at the end of the day, you know, we, we we're a church of faith. And, you know, um, it, it, I just had my various reasons. Um, and so it was fine. And then when the the George Floyd death happened, which, you know, I openly spoke and said, you know, Derek Chauvin, I'm, I'm mindful of saying his name and not 
the police department because one, he's no longer part of the police department. And I think that that's important that people mention Derek Chauvin's name just as much as George Floyd, because Derek Chauvin is the person. Uh, nevertheless, um, I remember sitting down with Chad Bianco uh, when he was a lieutenant running and I told him uh, that I wanted to help bridge the gap between the African-American community and law enforcement. And I said, no matter how tough it gets, you know, I want to always stay the course on this. And so I've been very adamant working with retired Jeff Penn with Cops for Kids. And, you know, um, I've just um, when Sergeant Lycone of the CHP and a few other officers passed away at our boxing event, I would hand them the championship belt. So for for the last year and a half before this whole incident happened, I've been very strong in my stance with supporting law enforcement. And so when this happened and pretty much a lot of you know, the African-American community was, you know, anti-police, defund the police. I had to stay true to my word, regardless of how the wave was shifting and, you know, where direction people were going. I'm, I'm not a follower. And so I had to stay true to the words that I told now Sheriff Chad Bianco and the many officers, families that I pray for. And, and it would be more hypocritical for me to, to sway that way. And so because I decided to not jump in the pool of, of, of followers and, and, and run out in the street and burn down the community um, and yell out defund the police and all these things. You know, some of the members in our, my church, because we were predominantly African-American church, um, started to leave because they felt that in some of the comments on Facebook, I wasn't black enough or, you know, as a matter of fact, I was told that, um, you know, my black car was going to be revoked and everything of that nature. Uh, and so uh, because I chose not to stand on the side of, I just call it tyranny or even a cult movement, you know, it, it just cost people that, you know, didn't want to follow Christ anymore, but follow the movement. So that cost you some, some, some folks from your congregation decided not to, not to come back. Is that, is that what happened? Yes, sir. I'm sorry to hear that. And I, I hope you continue to be a, a part of the solution. Uh, oh, I, I'm I, fine. I'm yeah. fine. I mean, I've I've openly expressed to people that, you know, I mean, I, I, I got to stay doing what God called me to do regardless. And one of the things I loved in the Bible where Jesus was closer he got to the cross, the more people left. So hmm. even Peter denied him the, the hour he was being crucified. So I'm fine if I got to stand on the cross by myself. Hey, hey, Pastor Brian, did you pick up any people in your congregation because of your stand or the stand that you took? Yeah, so now my church is more multicultural, which is something I've always wanted in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, I never wanted a, I never wanted to be known as a black church. I, I wanted to be known just as a church. I didn't want to be as a black pastor. I wanted to be just a pastor, just like I don't want to be an African American. I like to be just an American. Um, and so, at the end of the day, yes, we we have um, we do our free car wash and food sales. And when people pull up and they see all the volunteers, they then they're surprised. They're like, oh, this is a black church? Like, no, because then they see my picture on the flyer, and I'm like, no, we're a church. Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, it has. Um, and so that, it, it's been something I've always prayed to have anyway, uh, to try to balance out the, the church anyway. So, well, well see, that's, that's what's so beautiful about what you're doing. I've been saying this. My dad taught me this. It's not about the color. It's all about the person. How does oh, that absolutely. person go through life? How does he treat other people? And it has nothing to do at all with color. And I grew up in a, a school that was predominantly uh, black. And some of my best friends from school are still black. 
and and we're best of friends. So when people tell me this stuff and you know it and and and, and on your side of it, it's got to come from within your community. I talk to a lot of race car drivers and black race car drivers, and they're looking for sponsorship. I said, have you reached out to the black community? They should be supporting you. And they got and the dad looked at me and he goes. I've been telling him that forever. And the kid just looked at me like, oh, I never thought of that. So we all got to take care of each other and take care of our own. And I think with that, it's huge. And I I do truly applaud you. I know you're, if being a pastor was easy, heck, everybody would do it. So it's not as easy oh, yeah. as it looks. <laughs> So, so Pastor Brad, the the way you and I met, uh, you uh, came and spoke to Riverside County Gun Owners, and um, yep. not long after, uh, they voted you onto the board. And I, I really appreciate um, uh, all the, everything you do for us, and and you know serving on the board. Tell everybody why it's important for you to be on Riverside County Gun Owners Board as a as a member. Uh, well, so the, the the truth is, is that I serve on a board that I can't fully participate in because I can't own a gun and tell everybody um, why you can't own a gun, how that all came about. Right. So, um, I, I got my first felony when I was 15 for having a gun at school. Like the first time, and I said this at the, um, at bullseye, the first time I've ever, and I've owned a lot of guns, but the first time I've ever been in a gun store was the time I spoke at the event, which is just a few months ago. Uh, and I kind of figured that's kind of an interesting <laughs> thing to, to be a gun owner, but never been in a gun store. So you can just imagine the ways in which I've always was able to get guns. I mean, I grew up in San Diego, so um, and most of my arrests happened in San Diego. So I spent a great deal of time behind bars, a collection of 10 years total uh, wow. behind bars. Um, when I was 18, I was arrested, uh, possession of firearm, um, and I've been arrested several times. Uh, with firearm, and so it's 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 that reason I can't possess a firearm. So what and happened? Why? How did you what what happened in your life? Because now you're you're a very successful, extremely well respected, hardworking pastor. Yeah. Um, what flipped what, what flipped the switch? What, what what turned you around? So my my last year in prison, I paroled from uh, Calipat State Prison, and um, it was two thousand nine. And I, I just remember, I mean, even before I parole, but when I was at another prison up north, um, you know, meeting men come through prison, you, you'll find yourself eventually meeting yourself or meeting yourself in the future. Um, and that's what happened. I ended up meeting someone that was doing life. And when I listened to their story, it sounded as similar to some of the same mistakes that I made, you know start stealing, start, you know, stealing from grocery stores and start stealing from different, you know, department stores and, you know, start breaking into people's houses and start stealing cars and start selling drugs. And, and I was in a gang. And so my resume was the same as his. And I literally was listening to him get out, come back, get out, come back to eventually he got out and came back. And that was his last time because he exhausted all of his, his strikes and I saw myself, if I didn't make a decision at that moment, I would be sitting in a cell telling another young man, you know, because now I'm 40, I'll be 42. He was in his 40s. I was in my 20s at wow. the time when I met him. And so I had to make a decision there if I was going to continue 
down this path because I'm literally looking at my future sitting right here with life. And I'm like, this, this can't be my defining moment. This can't be, well, that was a defining moment, but this couldn't be my life. And from there, I was determined no matter what, when I got out of prison, I had $200 in gate money. I spent most of it catching a bus home and I was committed to never going back. Even if I had to, which I did, I worked three jobs. I was Jeffrey, the giraffe. Um, so I worked at Toys R Us, flipping a little giraffe sign. Um, I was, I got it. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm sorry. I just can't. That's, that's a great story. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I worked three jobs and I was determined to never go back to prison. So and wh- I, and, what's, what's your message to, uh, when you talk to young men or women, um, who are on, on the wrong path, I mean, I, you, you, you have a message about, you know, someone uh, giving up their rights, including their Second Amendment rights. Can you talk a little bit about that? When, you, when you're sitting and talking to somebody and counseling them and you're, they're on the wrong path, you know, how do you relate? Like, hey, I, I, you know, I, gave up, I gave up such a big part of my life, my right to bear arms, my right to you know, a lot of things. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely, because I deal with a lot of youth here. And one of the things I ask them is have they made any you know, mistakes to where they've been arrested, juvenile halls. I mean, some things you can get expunged and it's fine. And so one of the things I encourage the young people is to protect their choices. The decisions that you make tend to limit the choices that you get to make. And I explained to them, like, right now, you, you have all the choices in the world. You can, you can still be anything you want to be. But mm-hmm. the more choices you make, and, and especially you get in a car with some friends, and you know they're drinking and nobody's over 21 and you're not supposed to be drinking. Just remember that if you get pulled over and you guys all go to juvenile hall or you go, you get, go to jail, that's going to affect choices that you get to make, mm-hmm. especially if you want to be a football player. And I always remind them of some of the players. I remember a few years ago, the player out of Mississippi, Laramie Tunsil, uh, the night of the draft. And I like to remember his, I like to remind young people of his story. The night of the draft, I guess a friend of his or somebody who was vindictive decided to post a picture of him smoking marijuana with a gas mask on. Yeah, I remember that. So when they posted that picture, his draft stock fell. And I remember the announcer saying he just went from a $30, $40 million to like two or three mm-hmm. because he dropped so drastically just behind that picture. Yeah. I said, you guys live in a generation that people that take a picture of you today, you won't know it and will hold on to mm-hmm. it forever. And they, I mean, look at Donald Trump when he ran for president, yeah. you know, how long do you think somebody was waiting with that video clip yep. of him on the bus and yep. the comment, saying the thing you know, that, so, that cost that young man his yeah. job. So I really appreciate it, Pastor Brian. I, I love your story. Um, you know, a lot of people ask, well, gee, why would you have somebody that can't own a gun on the board of an organization uh, that is all about the Second Amendment, and you know, the people gun gun organizations don't usually do that. Well, we're not a usual gun organization. No. I think you have an extremely powerful and important story to tell. And we just had two segments that's explain why he's on the board. And he's such a fantastic man, and I appreciate all the work that you're doing. And thank you so much for being on the show with us, Pastor Brian. I look forward to talking to you soon. Um, what's the website for? Uh, well, of course, go to RiversideCountyGunOwners.com. But what's the web- website for your church as well? Uh, website. So we have. That's another thing. I haven't even. <laughs> I got so caught up in all this other stuff that I let my website expire, but it's normally uh, <laughs> dawarship.org, but I got to get my... What did I tell focus. you? Get out to that audience and say, help, I need somebody to do a website. Hey, I, I hate yes, it sir. that we have to go because we got to pay our bills too, but uh, Pastor Brian, we are definitely going to have you back because you are a true 
inspiration. And you keep up because you're definitely following God's path because I know it may have been a rough one, but I think he did the right thing for you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for the time. Thanks, All man. All right, man. Hey, we're going to take a quick break on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, we got to bring it up one more time. Pastor Brian Hawkins, go to leadmygeneration.org. Do whatever you can to help him up, help him out. What what an inspirational man. And I got to tell you, I don't care what your color is, you have the ability to do the same thing. It's called a decision. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Joe, and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com or call 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100 or firearmslegal.com. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. All right, now we've got a segment brought to you by the good folks at the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego, Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 7, and 10 to 10 on Fridays and Saturday. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. You'll see a very, very well-done website and more things you can do than you can shake a stick at. And we've got our firearms expert on the line, Jason. How's it going, Budski? Hey, how's it going, Dave? I'm doing fine. And we're just living the dream. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well, we're living the dream where we'd really like to have some more guns, but uh, we we are getting more free, we're getting we're getting more frequent shipments of guns, especially handguns, and we're really thankful for that. So how's the for, turnaround on? Because I know. Look, Last couple of weeks we've mm-hmm. chatted and, you know, it's supposed to be 10 days and it kind of went out to 12 yeah. and then 14 and then 15. Have things improved in uh, that area yet? I would say, yeah, things are starting to improve. Most people, a lot more people, at least half are getting back their guns right at the 10 day mark, uh, which is how it should be. Uh, some people, you know, about the other half still have to wait an extra you know, day or two usually. And that's oh. about it. Well, that's not too bad. It's not so bad. Yeah, it's getting it's getting better pretty quick now, and we're even starting to get more shipments of handguns in, which is a which is a godsend. So I'm very mm-hmm. happy about that. Is that because you think the manufacturers finally catching up to the demand? Because I think the demand has been off the charts. Mm-hmm. Now the demand's still insane, but yeah, I think manufacturers they've been open long enough to kind of churn out mm-hmm. a decent amount now, and there's definitely uh, more. Uh, there's definitely more quantity that's coming in now. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, we got about 12 Glocks uh, just a couple of days ago. They're all gone, of course. But, uh, uh, but they were there. <laughs> yeah, they were there they for were a there. while. They were there, and now they're gone. But they were there. Well, you don't have and to dust them when they go that fast. So you don't have to clean the <laughs> dust off them. I mean, it's just you don't even have to take them out of the box. That's even better. 
Uh, that's kind of that's what we've been doing. Just kind of you bring them in, you, you know, bring them in inventory, you leave them in the back, and by the end of the day, you know, there's a good chance they're going to be gone. So don't even bother taking it to the back. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a, I got a funny, I have a funny Glock story for you real quick. I was yeah. talking to a guy uh, just uh, two days ago. He's a physician. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, so he has a couple dollars and he, uh, uh-huh. he's never been a gun owner, wants to own a gun. And he, he, mm-hmm. he pulled me aside and he said, Hey, um, uh, I think I found the Glock that I want to own. I think I found it online. Uh-huh. So like, all right, cool. Showed it to me. And I said, yeah, I said, this is definitely one way to go. Um, two problems. Um, this uh-huh. isn't a Glock. It's a 1911 <laughs> and it's $4,500. <laughs> he had, oh, it was like gosh. this tricked out uh you know uh customs or something oh my gosh yeah and uh i said yeah i said you know yeah you can do that i said but uh, just you know maybe you should actually oh my god yeah just get like a stuff i mean you you just get like a glock 19 just start there i said look (laughs) straight to straight to ferrari straight to and that's exactly what i said i said look this buying this as your first gun would be like handing the keys to you know of a Lamborghini to yeah, like some sixteen year old that just got their uh, driver's license. You know, I mean, they're it's just they're yeah. just going to be frustrated. And the problem you have with that, I don't understand. <laughs> Jeez, well, you didn't know me. You didn't you didn't see how I drove at sixteen. <laughs> oh, you didn't see how I drove. <laughs> anyway, so we got him on the right track, but it was kind of funny. Uh, I was like, yeah, I think I want this clock. Well, that's, uh, okay. oh, jeez. Oh man, what a, I mean, sounds like it was a really nice guy. It's probably like a Strayer, you know, STI or something crazy like that. Ed Brown, that level. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, really, it, really, really nice gun. It was really nice. I got to tell you, are you still seeing a lot of brand new, uh, you know, or people that are, uh, you know, first time gun owners, or is it is is that oh, kind yeah. of yeah? Oh yeah, still, still, most, you know, still, like I want to say at least, geez, I, I want to say like three out of five people at least are, are still, you know, brand new gun owners. They're asking the questions. They're getting FSCs. We kind of gauge that based on how many uh, firearm safety certificates we uh, we hand out, and uh, dude, every day it's like ten to twenty. That's and, amazing. Uh, we've gone through. We've gone through. I mean, you you know, you buy these you know these <laughs> these laminating sleeves for those cards that we use. We buy them and buy them in packs of like five hundred, and I don't even know how many packs of those we've gone through anymore. I stopped counting a few months ago, but it's just been an incredible amount of demand. Uh, from from new buyers especially. Well, I was uh, yeah, good. I was I was in your shop talking to Casey. This was I don't know uh-huh. late late March, right when everything was was going crazy. Yeah. And uh, I was uh-huh. waiting to to talk with Veronica for just a couple minutes, and Casey was there. Guy comes up uh, behind me and says to Casey, "I, I want to buy a gun." And the guy Casey said, "Okay, well, you know, what do you look for? anything? Any gun? All I right. just need to buy it." And you, the look on Casey's <laughs> face was. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not how any of this yeah. works that's not how any of this works but you know he held yeah. held his hand and and made but I, I just i've never you know i've been in a lot of gun stores and i've been in a right, lot of gun right. stores a lot of time and i've mm-hmm. never ever heard someone say I, I just need a gun whatever whatever you got give me a gun mm-hmm. you know yeah, that's 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 actually that's usually that's a red flag thing for somebody to say you know, that's that, that that's typically like a red flag for you know potential you know, self-harm that kind of thing or uh, harming someone else 
But yeah, I've been hearing a lot it, more it, of that. You're, you're right, it's but it, it, it's because they, they just don't know. Right, you know? and I, I sh- how it works. I should clarify. The rest of the conversation was yeah, he, yeah. he was he was one of the quote unquote <laughs> panic buyers that everybody you know heard about. He said, right. "Hey, I, I'm I'm afraid of this whole COVID thing. I want to be able to protect, protect myself." He was actually in a military uniform. He was a a, a Navy active duty yeah. Navy guy. Um, but it, it, yeah, oh, cool. he was totally totally good guy. Um, just uh-huh. hadn't done as much research as most people do when they go buy a gun, and right, right. and was was worried. He was concerned about everything that was going on. Yeah, yeah well, we taught him. Sounds like, and I hope he got something decent. Well, he worked stuff. with if, Casey. If this was in March, he was still would have had some stuff. <laughs> I'm sure Casey got him all squared yeah. away. He, you know, Casey yeah, doesn't. He, uh, he doesn't mess around. He, he doesn't mess around. Yeah, he doesn't. Actually, he that's all he does is mess does. around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have seen his videos, right? Oh my gosh! Oh man, yeah, it's uh, love him. Yeah, I, I have to distance myself from some of those. <laughs> you, you were socially distancing yourself I, I, from uh, from Casey I, I, long I, I, before I, it was I, popular. <laughs> before it was cool, <laughs> the hipster thing to say. Yeah, I got my thing. I do. He does his thing. We kind of don't don't mix them up. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's a good idea. No, no yeah, no. yeah. My wife did not think that was funny. I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, so but, uh, yeah. for classes down at the uh, uh, gun range, San Diego, we're not doing any classes as of yet, right? You know, we are. We actually are doing the. Uh, we're doing the get to know your gun class. Oh. Uh, so seventy-five dollar half-hour session. It's a one-on-one kind of thing. Um, definitely give us a call and ask about it if you're looking for a good one-on-one half-hour bit. Uh, with your specific gun that you plan on, you know, carrying or just just owning, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the way to do it. For seventy five bucks, it's it's totally worth it. You get to know quirks about that particular gun, and it's kind of it's just a really good in you know more intensive, more hands on one on one. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, I think everybody. I mean, that's almost I'd make that mandatory. You know, that yeah, you, that's, you that's do that one day. Yeah, it's a good thing. Right. Uh, a lot of people are happy with that class. Especially, you know, all the new buyers, that's really, you know, it's really who it's for. A lot of people will get, you know, a revolver or a semi-pistol and just, they're just not 100% sure how it works. And the last thing we want to do is say, there's a gun, have fun, you yeah. know. So what what are the percentage of people that take you up on that course, would you say, with the new gun owners? Um, you know, I wouldn't, mm, I Tough. wouldn't know exactly what, okay. but a lot of, a, a, good, a good chunk of them do. Yeah, I was going to say, because that's so, so buyers. important. All right, buddy. Very All right. All right. Well, go do me a favor and unload some guns out of boxes. You never know. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. It's always good talking to you. The Gun Range San Diego, folks. Go to the website, thegunrangesandiego.com. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. The answer. 